of this country is evil. The occult is functioning. Social media uh, is good for some things. It's terrible for others. Can I get a witness? There are predators on it. Do I have a witness? You don't need to let your child go to their room with their phone, lock the door, and they're communicating with every hither, thither, and every wither. You, you don't need that. You need to control, listen to pastor, amen, who they talk to. Can I get a witness? I remember growing up, my mother said, I don't want you with that boy. Remember that? Our parents picked our friends, didn't they? Now, of course, we went around the corner and was with them anyway, but the, the, fact, the fact of the matter is, is that we are in spiritual warfare. Satan is all over the place. Can I get a witness? But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So as we take up our offering, one offering, our tithes, our tenth, yeah, our Jericho for the Lord, if you make $300 a week, God's asking the first $30, $200 a week, first $20. As we give God his over and above our tithes, fill out that card if you can. It'll be in the bulletin, but fill out the card if there's a level that the Lord is leading you to and put it in the offering plate. This is protected as confidential information. It only goes into our secret database. Amen? So we are clear. Now, I need you to help out with the battle, the breach, and the blessing. You're going to get blessed. Can I get a witness? And I'm a witness. And the Lord cannot lie. He can't lie. He can't lie. Do I have a witness? Malachi says he cannot lie. Amen. He said, try me and test me and see if I won't pour out the windows of heaven. So we're going to have our big celebration in May, but you can give early, you can pledge early. Amen. And uh, we'll go from there. Amen. Amen. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God given no matter how hard you try. Can I get a witness? Amen. And again, fill out the car, put it in the plate. And uh, we thank God for you as the ushers and deacons come, amen. Our great choir will sing, and listen to me, listen to me. I got a track record. I got a track record, and it's clean. It's clean. It's going to stay clean. I'm not about junk or falsehood. I'm about the Lord. Can I get a witness? Amen. And I want you to know that God will bless you and your family if you sacrificially go beyond, amen, and bless him. As the ushers and deacons come, our great choir will sing. Amen? amen. Praise God. All right, choir, get the, get, the, get the cards up.
The Lord has done it again. Let us stand that God's blessings might be invoked upon these gifts. All things come of thee, O Lord.
celebration of praise. We thank you for worship. We thank you for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. We thank you for the finished product. We thank you for the blessings that you will bring because we're not ashamed of you. Praise your name. Praise your holy and everlasting name. We bow prostrate before your presence. Convict, convince, if need be converted. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord wants people with passion. 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 Bless his name. We began this series on connections. We moved to controls. And now we're on commitments. My God. Romans 5, 8, don't turn, says, but God commended his love to us while we were yet sinners. That's commitment. He didn't ask you to get cleaned up. He didn't ask you to change anything. He just commended his love to you while you were yet sinners. This morning, my subject is, why did you leave? Why did you leave? I'm in Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. I don't hear any Bibles. Come on, turn, turn, turn. Turn. Revelation 2.1. Never believe a preacher. Revelation 2.1. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand and walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. And Jesus says, I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou has tried them which say they are apostles and are not and has found them liars and has borne and has patience and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. 
In nature, God gives us a gracious glimpse of dedication and devotion. We see the strong and the struggling. We witness the weak and the wounded. The those who are capable and those who are crippled. And geese, when it's time to fly south for the winter, fly, and you heard me say this before, in a V formation. Now let me stop pausing part because the geese are not interested who's in front. They fly in this V formation and typically there are pairs, mates who fly together. And should one get into peril or get sick and fall out of formation, their mate willingly, sacrificially flies down where the wounded geese fell and sits beside them so that they can die together. Mm. In the Antarctica, when there's 10,000 seals out of the water and a baby seal cannot locate its mother for milk, that baby seal will go to no other seal nursing but his mother. And if he can't find his mother, he just dies. When we look at this matter of being in a place where God would have us to be. This matter of commitment, of love, is to a person, is through a passion, and of course is for a purpose that we find some interesting things. I Love must be defined. We must understand and get a running definition of what love is. First of all, love is not a feeling. Love is a function. Mature agapeo love is a function. For God so loved the world that he gave... If you think God felt good about Jesus on a cross, you out of your mind. It's a function. It's carrying out something that may not make you feel good. Lord have mercy. 
And, 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 and we have to understand that loving and leaving are antithesis. If I love something, I don't leave it. Oh, this is tight. That, 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 that here in Revelation is called the apocalypse, the unveiling. John the apostle who laid on Jesus' bosom is in his 90s. He's been caught up to the third heaven. He's been told to write what he sees by an intermediary angel and the message is coming from Jesus. The theme in verse 9 is the things that was, the things that are, the things that shall be hereafter. We're in the phase of the things that are. This revelation, not revelations, is only one revelation of Jesus Christ. This revelation closes the canon. 66 books, 39 old, 27 new. This revelation is a prophecy, but it's also a progressive movement in the church age. There are seven churches of Asia Minor. The first church is Ephesus from 33 AD to 100 AD. And uh, five of the seven churches, Jesus gives... First he gives compliment, then he gives criticism, then he gives amen. He confers with them what they need to do to get right. Philadelphia and Smyrna were the only two churches he had nothing negative to say about. But here at Ephesus, it's called the Loveless Church. A whole lot of us come to church every Sunday, but we're loveless, full of hell, full of agitation. Oh, yeah. Come here out of habit. Uh, no passion. No prerequisite. No, no concentration on a person. We come to a building, we sing a couple of songs and yeah, have somewhat of a word and then go home. We don't understand that the Bible says to my young adults, forsake not the gathering of yourselves together. Don't stay at home in your bed with your thousand dollar iPhone. Now, you know I'm a preacher, and I don't care what you think. The ecclesia, the church, is the body, the bride, the building of Christ. We come together in worship. Pharaoh, let my people go that they may worship me. It's a mandate. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so, unlike the Jews, we don't have to go to Jerusalem three times a year to worship. Where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm in the midst. You can worship in your car. And your, 
You worship in your bathroom. You can worship. But Jesus has got to be the main character in your worship. Not Buddha. Jesus. He's the only true and living God. Do I have a witness? So Jesus comes to the church at Ephesus and says, look, here's my compliment. I know your works. You ain't all bad. You got some works. You got some labor. You hate those who claim they're apostles and are not. You've persevered through some stuff. It's not all bad. I know what you've been doing. I know why you do it. I know when you do it. Mm. But he says, nevertheless, I got something against you. You've left your first love. Notice he didn't say you lost your first love. For me to lose something means somebody else let me go. Left means I let him go. This thing is tight. Why do we let the Lord go? Because he's really not that important. And see, here's what happens. We ignore who he is till we get in trouble. Then we call his name. Wake up, Jesus. My child is in trouble. My marriage, my money, my mind is in trouble. My health is failing. But Jesus is saying, they, you left, Lord have mercy, your first love. Man, when I first got saved, I was on fire for the Lord. I was weak, I was wounded, but I was on fire. Out there witnessing, carrying tracks, and on the Bible study two or three times a week and in church every Sunday. Why, why, why were you on fire? Because I found a new lover of my soul. And I realized that as I, amen, went back over my life, it was him that pulled me out of darkness. I wish I had a witness and translated me into his marvelous light. Every time I got in trouble, Jesus show up. Every time I got weak, he bought me strength. Every time I became disillusioned, he straightened out my thinking. Do I have a witness? If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? I feel sorry for you if you come to church out of necessity. If you give out of necessity. If you serve out of necessity. I don't want to go there tonight. Tonight's youth night. I don't feel like going, but you know what? Let me press my way. That ain't the right attitude. The right attitude is, Lord, you saved me. You want me to serve you. You want me to support your vision. You want me to walk in the light as you are in the light. 
you left your first love. My God. Now, love is, again, not a feeling. It's a function. People you love won't always make you feel good. Isn't that right? I was telling them this morning, Smokey Robinson Miracles, years ago, back in the 50s, you know, I don't like you, but I love you. Well, this boy can sing. Can he sing? Sing that I'm always. Come on, Jackie, help me sing. So, so here, here we go. You may not like everything somebody does, but you've got to love them. That means you got to forgive them. That means you got to restore them. That means you got to give to them. That means you can't gossip about them. You can't run them down. Love is an action word. Love. And, 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 and so it's here in this context, real quick. Uh, and some people are hard to love. They're just hard to love, yeah. Folk are full of hell, and you got to love the hell out of them. You got to love them in spite of the wounds they carry around. Hmm. Well, I don't believe you love me because you know what? I, I don't even love myself. Well, that's your problem. You. Hmm. We have to love the unlovable. Not just your choice friends. God is watching that. I got to love people in Washington, D.C., and I hate it. It's a whole nother sermon. That our commitment takes a surrender, a submission, a sacrifice. Lord, have mercy. That, that, that when we begin to look at this matter of commitment, commitment, I've been married 32 years, I'd be lying if I told you that I had a smile on my face for 32 years. Sister Goyne didn't have a smile on her face for 32 years. She had a smile on her face for 30. I had a smile on my face for 10 but we still got a smile out. She had tough cookies. She can take it. That's why she do all that walking around and Bible study. She, she can take it. I, I told you when we got married, we was on the honeymoon. Four o'clock in the morning, I woke up. She was asleep, and I said, what in the world did I do? She told me years later, she woke up about 4.30 and said the same thing. <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. Our commitment of purpose comes in the pledge. 
When two people get married, they pledge, they vow, they verbalize, they articulate to love each other till death do us part. And difficulty should not make you depart. Are y'all praying with me? Yeah, difficulty is going to come. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, that God is asking you in the steadfast love of the Bible to be committed for a purpose that the two may become what? Now, now notice that's a process, may become. You're not two when you get married. I mean, you're not one when you get married. You may not be one 30 years later either. <laughs> See, the problem with our love is that instead of us complimenting each other, we are competing. We are controlling. Do I have a witness? We are calculating that this person is just like my father. This person is just like my mother. I just can't get away from them. They've been dead 30 years. We, we got all this stuff going on. In the name of Jesus. This, this commitment Jesus is talking about is that when love is operating, I should not be thinking about leaving. Y'all ain't getting this. I should, not, I should not be thinking about leaving when love, true love, is operating. See, the purpose in Romans 5, 8, Paul says, but God, who is the definition of love, because God is love, whatever God is characteristically, it follows his title as God. God is love. God is good. Right? But God commended his love to us while we were yet. I, I don't know if you understand that. When I was out there in kinky land, getting high, running the streets, doing my thing, God kept whispering, I love you. I, I love you. I love you. I love you. As bad as you're acting, I love you. As messed up as you are, I love you. You should be in hell, but I love you. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and then Jesus, uh, Jesus, I loved you, through Jeremiah, with an everlasting love. It's going to last forever. Can I get a witness? I love you beyond the word love. I, I, uh, I agape you. I sacrificially serve you. I give to you. Every time I call 
our great brother and sister from Africa, and she bows. I feel awkward. I feel kind of awkward. That's, uh, but that's, that's what they do in Africa. So next Sunday, when you come to church, I want everybody to bow. I'm still waiting on Sister Gordon to call me Lord. <laughs> Abraham called, Sarah called Abraham Lord. Mm. As long as she don't say Lord of the Flies, <laughs> Beelzebub, but uh. See our commitment, I'm coming in, it's for a purpose. What's the purpose? The purpose is Jesus, love, listen to this, will cover a multitude of sins. When you hate me or despise me and I'm loving you in spite of, I'm showing what Jesus Christ is all about. Can I get a witness? Mm. Love. Mm. I was on 58th and Woodland years ago. I was in my car. I said, let me run into McDonald's. And as I'm going to McDonald's, this guy was sitting out in front of the store, sitting on the pavement. And he said, can you spare some money so I can get something to eat? Now, I'm from the hood, and I already knew he was on drugs. I said, no, I'll bring you something back out. I bought the boy two cheeseburgers, a Big Mac, order fries, and a soda. He rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> now, no, this is a true story. Now, I, I didn't show the love of God because the next thing I said, well, go hungry. Now, Jesus wouldn't have said that, but I took my little food, put it in the car, and rolled it off. I ain't fun with you. Oh, <laughs> you know why we can't love one another fervently? Because we got stuff on the inside of us that won't allow us to reach across the chasm and love people based on who they are and where they are. Do I have a witness? You need to love so you're not condemning somebody. You need to love amen so that you are sacrificially doing something for them, not for you. Love. One lady said years ago, she said, I don't get hugs, I come to this church. I go all week without a hug. When I come here on Sunday, I get hugged. I said, that's interesting. Hmm. Our commitment is for a purpose. Lord, have mercy. And listen, your children are watching. They have already watched you. Maybe the reason they don't come to church is because you're the only Bible they read. It's a bad Bible. You talk about people, you, you come on now. 
coming to church ain't help you spiritually. You got more dust on your Bible than somebody's basement. You don't even carry a Bible. There was a time when we came to church, we brought a Bible with us. I'm not talking about something you tucked away in your uh, pocketbook. I mean, we bought a Bible with us. Had notes. Used to take notes. Remember them days? People hide behind their phone. Well, I do with my phone. You ain't doing with your phone. You're lying. What's in your phone is sinful. What's in your phone is about you. Do I have a witness? That, that child of God, our commitment is to a precept and a purpose. That, 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 that God, God, God is saying, amen, I know your works, I know your labor, but it's also not only to a precept and a purpose, it's to a passion. When you look at the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22, what's the first word? Love. The first fruit of the Spirit is love. Agapeo love. A love where I serve somebody else. It's where I sacrifice to somebody else. It's when I support somebody else. So we gave you these little cards this morning. It's for support. Hey, you're not under no compulsion. But that's part of love. Pastor laid out the vision. We're going to trying to make this happen. Da -da 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 -da. It's all come, it all comes under the title of love. Love. Now, we go in a restaurant and see we allow society to set the tone with us. We go to a four or five star restaurant, nice restaurant, you, you know, you eat. And you think you are obligated to leave the person 17 and 18% tip. God is only asking for 10. And you struggle with the 10. And if you, listen, if you go out to a nice restaurant and the tip is short, Somebody with you said, you got to get more than that. I had a waitress come to my table one time, and she was throwing my, she was throwing my stuff down, and I ain't saying I looked at it. I said, I'll get it at the end. Because you're supposed to earn a tip. I, I just don't give you a tip to be tipping you. You know, your service is impeccable. I'm going to tip you. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, and I went to one restaurant and they got slick. They got a machine now. It's, it says 17%, 20%, 22%. So you put your debit card in there and then you, you do one of them. I said, boy, they something else. The, fa the fact of the matter is, is that here, here we are, the fruit of spirit. The first fruit is love. Mm. Love was not always easy for me because I don't trust people. I'm talking about my wounds now. 
I'll smile with you, laugh with you, but my eyes on you. I don't trust you, Doc. I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Well, wow, where you get that from? Childhood. I got issues. How many of y'all got trust issues? I'll be trusting everybody. Well, you can trust me. Yeah, right. You, you know what my philosophy was in the world? If I don't trust you, you can't hurt me. The only ones that can hurt you are people you trust. I'm preaching up in this place now. So God says, no, that thinking is backwards. I want to heal you. So you trust me. Jesus is saying, trust me, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean not to the own. Trust me, the person, trust me, the person, and I got your back. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. I got two daughters. I had to tell both of them, I said, listen, you're not going to be home all your life. Now you go out and you... You, uh, you have a drink or something, cover your glass. In a crowded club or something, somebody can put something in it. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Pastor, where you learn that from? <clears throat> <laughs> Don't trust nobody. Hi, my name is Mike, and I graduated from Harvard. He lying. He can't even pronounce the word. My kids be saying, come on, Dad, you too much. No. That's my self-protective device. Are y'all with me? What God the Holy Spirit wants to do is lower all of your walls so your wounds don't take over. Are y'all with me? Love! Love them. Love them anyhow. Love them in spite of themselves. Love them. He, he talks about the fruit of spirit, love, and then joy is that inner contentment in spite of the wars on the outside. Joy is not happiness. Joy is that internal commodity that says everything could be breaking out but I've got joy I got joy like a river and joy comes from Jesus Jesus gives us his joy what's the third fruit peace a peace that passes all understanding that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. I, w- I was at home last week and I, I, was, I got on my demand. It's going to go on Netflix. I was trying to find something. And I found The Brides of Dracula, 1960. And I went to the movies to see that. No, I did. I went to neighborhood movies, see Bryce Dracula. And, you know, here I am, nine years old, talking about, boy, she pretty. I had some issues, Doc. 
Her teeth was long. She was sucking blood, but it was appealing to me. I said, boy, this stuff go way back. Do I have a witness? Fact of the matter is, is that peace is that product that God gives the saints. The world don't have peace. No, no, no. The world don't have peace. The world can't deal with their stuff. But God comes along and he performs a miracle. He keeps everything intact. He gives us a steadfastness. Uh, he gives us a stick uh, a stick-to-itiveness. He gives us a steadiness. He gives us substance in spite of what's going on. To be still and know that he's God. Do I have a witness? There were times I was still and it wasn't me, it was God. There were times I was steadfast and it wasn't me, it was God. There's times I had stability and it wasn't me, it was God. He's my keeping power. Won't he keep you? Won't he keep you? Hmm. This promotion of God is that he's actually engineering something in you that you don't have. I need to teach you how to love. You didn't, love, you didn't learn how to love from your parents. You didn't learn how to love in school. But truth says I'm going to teach you what true love is all about. Can I get a witness? And when we start loving each other and stop criticizing each other, when we love each other and stop trying to be better than each other, try to get ahead of each other, try to outslick each other, just love one another with the love that I've given you. It's a promotion. There's a purpose, there's a promotion, but then there's a passion. Here's the disciples. I, this, this one is baffling. They were at the tomb when Jesus walked out. Jesus walked in the upper room, walked through the walls, and said, peace be unto you. Even Thomas came a week later and said, my Lord and my God, but Peter lost his passion and was leaving his first love, and he said, I'm going fishing. We always want to return to what we used to do when Jesus is out of place. Seven other disciples went with him. They was out there fishing, and Jesus said, listen to what Jesus called them, children. Have you caught anything? They said, nothing, Lord. He said, throw them net on the other side. One preacher said, Jesus had ordered a school of fish to go to the other side of the boat. Do I have a witness? Their nets was almost breaking and they came to shore and they hugged Jesus. Peter jumped in the water and said, it's Jesus. And they was all happy. And after they ate their fish, Jesus looked at Peter and said, Peter, lovest thou me more than these. Now the these is questionable. Do you love me more than the other disciples? Because that's what you bragged about. 
He said, everybody leave, but I'll never leave. Or do you love me more than this fishing business? Peter said, he said, do you agapeo me? Peter says, I phileo you. You're my friend. No, 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 no. Do you agapeo me with a sacrificial serving, supporting love? I phileo you. Fine. He said, feed my sheep. Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. See, the reason Jesus said that, because if you love me, you ought to be doing something. If you love me, you should not be inactive. Do I have a witness? That love is serving, love is sacrifice, love is submission, love is subjection. Love means you are subtracted out of the equation. It's giving and expecting nothing in return. When that's love, then go on and get married. Not, not, not this stuff. Well, you love me, I love you. You, you how you treat me is how I'm gonna treat. That ain't love. And I'm not suggesting you let people just step on you and abuse you, but love is giving to those that don't deserve to be given. It's giving from your heart, knowing that God gave you from his heart. Why did you leave me? What happened in your life, your church life, your mind, that I'm not the center of your attention? You don't have no passion. You don't worship a person. All you do is get caught up in the program. When you enter my courts, I'm coming in. Enter it with praise. And Thanksgiving. When y'all sleep, I'm praising the Lord at 2 o'clock in the morning. 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm praising the Lord. I'm praising him. I'm all by myself. I'm in the word and I'm praising. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, watch over my children. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, dress me in your armor. Bind Satan in the name of Jesus. Lord, pull up some passion because I'm the worship leader. And when I get out in this place, others need to see the passion in me. Can I get a witness? Uh, can I get a witness? That That is, I'm... I'm passionate towards a person for a purpose. If I uh, be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. For 32 years, I've been passionate about Jesus. You ain't seen one Sunday I came in here with my lips poked out and my head down. If hell was breaking out of my life, you wouldn't know it. I put hell away and I consulted heaven. The Lord is my light and he is my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Can I get a witness? 
the Lord is my refuge. That means hiding place. And my strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. Though the earth, y'all need to read the Bible, be removed. Though the mountains be cast into the midst of the sea. Though the waters raw, there is a stream. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me, smack dab in the presence of my enemies. My cup of joy runs over, surely, I said surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and when it's all over I dwell in the house of the Lord forever say Here's the acid test, beginning with the choir. I'm going to bring you all up one at a time, and I want you to quote at least four scriptures. Are they running? They running. They running. They running. I bet you can tell me what was on your phone this morning. The more we praise him, the more we recite the promises, the more we have passion towards his name and purpose in our worship, God is in heaven saying, hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Every time we get in trouble, he runs to my rescue. Any worthy, I dare you to praise him. Lord, I'm going to praise you. Lord, I'm going to thank you. Lord, I'm going to be passionate to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why did you leave your first love? For lovers that don't mean you no good. 
Why did you leave your first love? Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here today and you need to be saved, born again, blood washed, Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again. He's the son of God and God the son. If you want to give Christ your life, don't leave here unsaved. Just raise your hand. Just put your hand there. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Or you want to join the church in your Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? You be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. I never want to lose my passion for my Lord. Father, we thank you for this scripture in Revelation, this loveless church of Ephesus. They were working, they were laboring, they were persevering, but they left their first love. They left the person, the passion, they left the purpose of the first love. Have your way in our lives. Bless those that filled out the cards. May more fill them out as we march towards this vision of reaching, teaching, and discipling. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Why did you leave your first love? They don't love you. God bless you. You are dismissed. We love you. All right, man. Love you, man. Love you, man. Love you, man.